Welcome to another episode of Calling Old Hollywood. I'm your host. What's my name? Cat Lively. I'm happy. I think I've found my place. Welcome to another episode of Calling Old Hollywood. I'm your host, Kat Lively, and my guest this week is the incredible Louis Gossett Jr. Hey, hey. You don't need an introduction. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the on the podcast, on the show this week. It's a, truly an honor. I mean, your life, your career, everything that you stand for is nothing short of inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Love to start with, um, with the origin stories. How did you get started? It was kind of a fluke, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a, a, a post-depression uh, uh, child. Mm -hmm. So, which means that people came from everywhere to, to come to the big city to, to, to live together. Right. And we take care of one another. So mine was Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, the Board of Education man was a man by the name of William Jansen, and he was sensitive to the, uh, to the intellectual cream of the crop that came out of Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, it came out of... Uh, Poland and Czechoslovakia and all particular places. And then um, they, they turned in after the Depression to be the Unionists, mm -hmm. but they were at that time the tall communists. Right. But you had the John Garfields and Tallulah Bankheads and remember the name of Dalton Trumbull who eventually won an Oscar with Country Girl with, uh, with William Holden and, uh, and the Princess. Incredible. Yeah, and so all of a sudden they had to go and, and change their names. Mm -hmm. These professors, it was the Intellectual Cream of the Crop of America, and then start again from uh, the boondocks of New York and Cleveland. So in the boondocks of New York was Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Board of Education man was William Jansen, and he sent them to Brooklyn, to Staten Island and places where they could hide and change their name. One of those English teachers, the great Gustav Bloomberg mm -hmm. from uh, Czechoslovakia, Broadway producer and director, he was my English teacher. He wow. says, hey, Louis, uh, they, they have this uh, Broadway show. I'd never seen a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, they're looking for a kid to play this lead in this Broadway show. I'll tell your mom to take you down there on Sunday. What can you lose? Yeah. So my mom took me down there on Sunday, and I got the part. That's incredible. Was yeah. that, so it's what lightning did... lightning in a bottle. It's not, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Wasn't it crazy how it changes the entire trajectory of your life? Absolutely. I wanted to be a, a basketball player and a doctor. Yeah. So never thought too about. Too many relatives were dying, so I wanted to make sure I could be a doctor and take care of that. Right. And I could do it best by playing sports and get an athletic scholarship. Completely. And I got the scholarship, but uh, I was already on Broadway before I got to college. Turned it down. Yeah. When you look back about what, and, and you think back on all of that, would you do? Would you have done anything differently as far as that that moment? Oh, I don't know. I always think about uh, if it was basketball, I should have gone to my left instead of my right. No, no. No, mm -hmm. and, and you, you kind of learn as soon as you possibly can. It's my advice to everyone. Mm -hmm. There's always something planned for you that's better than what we can come up with. Get uh, to that position where we can get the message early enough in our lives. Yes. Our lives reflect that. Completely. I've made the mistakes and I've come back, thank God I'm still here, to learn that uh, it's not my choice, it's the choice of my higher power, whom I call God. Absolutely. To give me the suggestions on what to do and how to feel. And it makes it become easier. It's simple, it's, it, it, it dissolves down to the thing of let go and let God. So see, you've played some of the most 
memorable roles in film. You were an officer and a gentleman, you were in mm -hmm. Roots, you were in, you know, just all of these. What, what role do you think most represents who you are truly as a person? Mm, there's a combination, but actually the strangest, it's the funniest looking guy was the, the, the guy from Another Planet, mm -hmm. from Enemy Line. His philosophy was quite simple. Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and he has found some of the things that uh, Dennis Quaid said, that were American, well, if, you, if, if at first you don't succeed, try again. Ooh, that's our philosophy. Yeah. So he became, we could, had to create him from scratch. Mm -hmm. So there had to be a writer there. Right. You know, that, that, that knew how to write that, that fit what we desire. Completely. That's why that character kind of stuck out like a sword now. It's the basic human, yeah. you know. Basic, uh, I don't know, we call it human now. Yeah, but yeah. But it's, I think it's something higher than that, it's something better. Mm -hmm. I think it's more than our dreams and our wishes. I think it has to be real. Right. I think we're forced now to uh, have a uh, confrontation mm -hmm. with some of our evils and some of our assets. And now, uh, if we don't do it with all of our assets at the same time, then the evils take over. Right. So now is the time for us to take care of one another. We have to teach these young folks uh, something better. Yeah, no doubt, yeah, yeah. which is definitely what we're striving to do with mm -hmm. all of this, is getting that message out. A little bit back to the early years, New York, the mm -hmm. 50s. Mm -hmm. That in itself is, you know, I'm, I'm such a, you know, you know, the whole James Dean thing and all oh, of yeah, that. So yeah. what was what was it like in New York, the actor's studio, all of that? Well, we were, we were, we were in Seventh Avenue. The, we had, yeah. the, 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 the best musician was Miles Davis. Yeah. And then uh, we knew about Sonny Rollins, and we knew about Horn and Hard Ross, Jelly Donuts, yes. and a pint of milk, and we'd walk from, from, <laughs> from there to the actor's studio and sit there. And in that room was Bruce Dern, uh, Mullen Brando, uh, Ralph Mika, Marty Landau, mm -hmm. Lee Grant. We learned together. It's incredible. Yeah, and then um, I had, a, had a, a, a situation when I was young with a, a thing called Life Boy Soul. Mm -hmm. And it got to my er erogenous zone. They took it off the market, so it must have gotten other people too. Wow, well, yeah. So uh, Marty Landau, the, the, the jokester, mm -hmm. <laughs> he, was, he was the playboy of the bunch. And see, so he had Marilyn Monroe come in Come into the class and says, Where's Lou? So she sits next to me, she puts her hands on my leg, she says, I want to do a love scene with you. Of course, I had to leave the room. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had to leave the room. But it was set up. It was Marty Landau set me up. Got it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But whatever was in that soap, they took off the market. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, with her hand on my leg, let's do a love scene together. Oh my goodness. Reeking of life boy soap. Yeah. You know, that's a, that, was a, that was a joke. That was a joke. Oh my gosh, yeah. When I left completely. that room, everybody's going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but they're some of the greatest actors I've ever seen or worked with. There, All of them. I mean, you guys came from this bunch where you're, I, mean, I don't know, if, can you call it the Times? Do you call it, was it the Stanislavski method? I guess it was, was the Stanislavski method. It's uh, Lee Strasberg. He was one, of the, was one of the great actors of the old days. Of course, yeah. Uh, he was also in uh, The Godfather. Mm -hmm. uh, he played the, the, the Jewish mafia in Florida. Quite an actor, and all of his people. Uh, uh, there was uh, Frederick March. Mm -hmm. There was uh, Spencer Tracy. There was uh, some great actors yeah. that you you know that you you could uh, copy and get into. My actor was my actor. My teacher was uh, Frank Silvera. Mm -hmm. Never played a black guy, but he always played Latins and Greeks. And, but they had uh, quite a quite a society of people that we had to copy. You know, that's where Brando oh, came okay. from, with Jack Palance and. Yeah. That's quite a society.
Did you go on to use that same method in future roles? Oh, Did yeah. Did it stick with you? Well, it sticks with you. Once, once you do it so often enough, yeah. then you use what you need for that particular character. Mm -hmm. And then when you know, the films and the camera starts uh, getting better, you adjust your, your technique so they can do the most of that new camera, the new techniques and stuff. And uh, So you grow with it. Right. If you don't grow with it, you don't work. Completely. <laughs> yeah. And, you, you yeah. know, I'm sure you found ways to evolve it and make it into your yeah. own and get your own. We, we, we studied from one another. Yeah, yeah. I learned a great deal off of uh, what I watched Sidney Poitier do. Amazing. A great deal watching uh, Brandon. Mm -hmm. My favorite actor was Anthony Quinn. Mm -hmm. And he did so many wonderful things. And I copied his approach to that character. I got a chance to talk to him. Yeah. And then there's, there's a guy I had a nice conversation with yesterday, Bruce Dern. He was here. Yeah. So we kind of fed off one another. I wanted, wanted to touch on, it's, you were on you were on an episode of The Haunting Of where you talked about that Louisiana, the hotel room. Oh, yeah. With that crazy oh, yeah. experience that you had. I, well, you know, the doctor could say it was indigestion because the, the barbecue was delicious. <laughs> yeah. And I went to sleep at about 45 minutes later, and it could have been, you know, the barbecue. Mm -hmm. But I, the smell was the same because uh, I had done a thing called uh, Gathering of old men, right? And we had to shoot in the sugar cane plant, plant, uh, sugar cane plantation, and it was reeking of a, a combination of burnt sugar, uh, cauliflower, some some kind of it. You could smell it in your kitchen, mm -hmm. but on top of it, it was human being smell. It was not all negative, but it, get, it got me a little upset. Yeah. But it, it, it tells the story of all the beatings and the deaths and all that stuff when those slaves could not uh, do anything but cut that sugar cane. Mm -hmm. So it was still in my system. And so now, fade out, fade in, the barbecue is over. I hate my butt off. I go to bed and I start dreaming about outside the window is this sound. And I see the shadows in the windows, and the next thing I know, I went back to sleep. And next thing I know, they're at the foot of my bed, getting me up out of the bed, telling me that they need to tell me a story. Yeah. That and these were like vu. spirits, yeah. like figures. Yeah, but I saw the faces. Yeah. And so we got, I guess, to tell this story on that television show. Mm -hmm. It was real. It could have been indigestion. <laughs> it could have been Highly both. doubtful. Yeah. 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 That's some strong indigest yeah. indigestion. Yeah. <laughs> the music was safe. The smell was yeah. in my entire hotel room. It's a burnt sugar, butterscotch, kind of combination of macaroons or whatever it was. And others could identify with that smell, you know. Yeah. That was uh, Holly Hunter's first movie, mm -hmm. Will, Will, have Will Patton's first movie, and the great Richard Woodmark was in it. It's amazing. We kind of mixed it together. It was quite a very special thing. I would like to see it on TV more often. Completely. Yeah. It was a wonderful yeah. film. When you, when you think about, you know, that, that, experience seemed very profound in a way that it you know you kind of you connected back with like you know all of this history i mean louisiana haunted oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's out, but, yeah texas too but it was like you know you yeah. were there and you were in the thick of all the history and, and stuff have you ever felt like you know i mean given especially you know the things that's going on right now with like black lives matters all that mm -hmm. stuff have you felt like it was your duty with some of the roles that you played to just make that profound impact and make sure that history well it was know. yeah it was it's a social duty it's a, it's so i give yeah. you a specific example mm -hmm. after winning the oscar from a, an officer and gentleman yeah. that was the image that young men black especially wanted to get to this this in this dignified man right a sergeant, and they started copying the sergeant. Guy, yeah my next offer 
was the thing in uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. And you know, all kinds of dirty words, and I chose not to take that part. Yeah. I lost, I got punished by it, you know, and Sam Jackson took it. Right. But you see what he had to say and how he had to act. I could not do that officer and gentleman character and that Pulp Fiction character. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have I would have heard it. I wouldn't heard about it. Yeah. But I'm glad I didn't. And, and so that was the thing. I didn't do any of the, any of the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, cop movies. I didn't do any of those. Mm -hmm. And I didn't stop working. I kept getting the, the, the famous parts and stuff. And, mm -hmm. and working with my old friends, you know, my old great yeah. directors, the author pens and people. Completely. So I'll never regret that. Yeah. I won't regret that. That, that black exploitation. I, would, I, won't, I won't regret the it. The roles that you <coughs> were offered, chose to do, are some of the most significant and memorable mm -hmm. in film history. And how do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, well the teaching in actor studio is you get to challenge yourself. Mm hmm so you only want to challenge yourself, create something from another planet who has to walk, think, and, and talk differently than anybody that you've ever seen. Yeah. It was turned down by the top 15 actors in Hollywood. Dusted and all those people you feel. But I was hungry, I wanted to, I wanted to see if I could possibly do it. Yeah. And I was taught in the studio. Challenge. Yeah, this is a challenge. So I got myself a ballet dancer, a, a pantomimist, and a physical fitness guy. And it, it got my, myself, my body in shape to, to, to be able to spend long hours uh, with your feet flat on the ground, squatting. It's, it's, it's not as easy as you think. Completely, <laughs> and yeah. After spending about it. 10 minutes there and then getting up like, like you do it every day and speaking. And I can't do it now mm -hmm. you know, unless I work out. Uh, and certain things like that. And then you have to swim a certain way mm -hmm. and uh, talk a certain way. Right. Before you knew it, there it was. You did it. Oh, a little refinement and a little, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you got it. It wasn't impossible, no, but, but you yeah. stepped up to the challenge. That's a, that's a challenge. The yeah. challenge of being a Marine. Right. That's a challenge. I've six weeks with them. And so you do that. I never had been on the horse. I was in a merry-go-round, and I played a cowboy. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to stay on that horse because he tried to get me off, you know. Yeah. But once you su succeed in that, you feel better about yourself. Completely. Has it always been, have you, you know, embracing challenges, embracing risks for people listening? Uh, do you want to tell them what you think the importance of that is? Of, well, like you're saying, you know, you've got to do it. Well, no, this, this, it's on the back of my T-shirt, but it says in the back of my T-shirt that there's no such thing as impossible. Mm -hmm. Once you um, start, uh, start in the start, starting line, you go for a ten and you get a five. Mm -hmm. Don't be disappointed because that's five more than you had when you first started. Right. Yeah, go for another ten. Yeah. There's no such thing. That's impossible. And, and then we grow as a people. Yeah. And they say it's impossible to get rid of this, this pandemic. And all we need to do is agree with one another mm -hmm. and work to a, a, a mutual uh, sobriety, a mutual help, and it'll go away. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's like chicken pox and measles. We're not being asked to do to change the world. We're being asked to wear a to mask. Yeah, and yeah, to be, yeah. You know, to, to cooperate to, with one yeah. another and do the proper research. Completely. For, and it's got to be free. What do you think the biggest difference between films and actors, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s versus today is? Well, one of the guesses, and it's an educational guess, is what we had to deal with was depression. Yeah. Uh, hardships of all kinds. People dying too young. And we had to, we had to survive. Mm -hmm. We took very good care of one another. So, so we, had the, uh, we had a combination of answers from old cultures. And it was a nice combination of all those neighborhoods, of, you know, the, uh, the, the Upper East Side, Harlem, Brooklyn, Bedford-Stuy, 
and I came from one of those combinations of all of it. Mm -hmm. And we had to uh, take care of one another. Right. So we had to go and get uh, mashed potatoes or, or yams that came from uh, her culture in order to bring a fever down. Mm -hmm. It was a combination of all those cultures. We did that freely. And as a result came this wonderful bunch of, of people mm -hmm. that uh, put Jackie Robinson and Brooklyn Dodger outfit and, and made the theater um, uh, discover uh, the Paul Robesons and Lena Horns and uh, Danny Kayes and uh, Arthur Millers. And right. That combination of people. We've got to go back to that. Completely. Do you, what do you think the missing element is these days? The sensitivity of one another. Yeah. Everybody's taking care of themselves first instead of uh, the, the, the original philosophy of what you do for the benefit of the whole family or the whole tribe, the whole city. Very wise. Yeah, absolutely. You always get yours if you take care of your family, your children, your neighborhoods. Completely. Yeah. We're growing up together. I resonate with that. You know, there's mm. so much where, you know, there's so much separation going on in the world. Yeah. And when, in fact, it's, you know, we're doing the opposite of what we really need, especially yeah. with all this stuff going on. Well, you got, you got these people who, uh, the guy put his knee on this big guy, neck, and killed him. And that man very easily, on the next week, could have saved his life. If we're together like, like fingers on a hand, mm -hmm. that's what's going to be happening. Everybody's got the, the virus. He could have uh, been able, he could have the shot to save that man that killed him. Yeah. And these people killing these, these shooting these Asians, they've got a medicine in their culture that might save your life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We need to be together. That's what of we're all kinds. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's interesting, you know, it's like we call it the human race. We don't call it, you it know, takes, we don't call it, the, you know, it's like it's not divided. Yeah. It's the human, it's, it's, called, it's all takes, of us. It takes mankind to save mankind. Now the richest yeah. men in the world are very unhappy. Yeah. And then, you know, they're, they're, now they got all the medicine. They got all the money. Mm -hmm. Now what? what? What do you think the importance of film and the arts is with bringing people together? Well, it's going back to the originals, uh, the, 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 the court jesters, the people that, that tell the stories in the courts. Mm -hmm. Is we have a, 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 a we have a, a responsibility in our product now to to deal with stuff that we have to think about on a daily basis. Right. Uh, we have to do well so that they stay involved and our children copy it. Uh, we have and that's where it comes from. The answers come from theater, music, mm -hmm. film, and we have to do uh, relevant stuff like that, both in comedy and music. It's happening, really. Yeah. It's happening in sports. We have those lessons. We have to pay attention. It breaks us up to uh, uh, being uh, selfish, if you want to call it that. Right. And opening up our minds and our eyes and ears to the real answer. More selfless attention. than selfish. Selfless, yeah. yeah selfless. Exactly. If you could see more types of roles in, in films moving forward, what kind of things would you like to see more, you know, about, about certain uh, things, you know, uh, situations or things in history, things that are just more... Well, there, there, there are certain actors that I highly recommend. Uh, I love them. Yeah. I love uh, what's happening with Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. So it's being done. There's some people like that. I'd, I'd love to work with Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. I love the some great actors and actresses out there who are doing those 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 uh, relevant stuff. Important things. Important yeah. stuff and bringing and, things. And it's a stretch. It's tough for them. Yeah. The Meryl Streep's, uh, the uh, Denzel's doing some good stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's stuff out there to do. Yeah. And that's why we are on the map as artists. Completely. That's the major way we have to aspire to artists.
That's what it's all yeah. about. People, what's yeah, something that people would be surprised to know about you? Not really a woman. No. That <laughs> 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 I used to play basketball. Because I was I, that. What's surprising is I was drafted to the Knicks. Really? Yeah. Okay. So we're invited to the Knicks rookie camp. It's the same thing. Yeah. But at the time, I was also offered a, a contract by Lorraine Hansberry and Raisin and the Sun. Right. And I had more money in my pocket than they had in the bank. Right. You know, so the highest paid uh, basketball player was Bob Cousy, mm -hmm. 127000 a year. And I, was, I had uh, money in my pocket that I could go and get myself a horn and hard ass jelly donut anytime I wanted to. Right, yeah. <laughs> and two or three uh, hot dogs and, and hang out with Lorraine Hansberry, Sidney Poitier, Ruby D. It's amazing. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, completely. It was a no-brainer. And I think it's more, I mean, I, I haven't hung around a lot of athletes, but there's something about artists and actors. There's this kind of soul. There's this, oh, that's there's a, this that's element a, that's a society. that is, yeah. you know, I've always resonated with that. And it's these people who just, they literally put their blood, sweat, and tears into oh, these yeah. roles and yeah. these characters. It's there, there incredible. Was, uh, there was men, he came out of Detroit. His name was Lou Wasserman. Couldn't come out of Broadway. Mm -hmm. They all kind of did. So we did the, he, uh, he got the Universal and they did the, the movies of the week. Mm -hmm. That's the started. So the first movie of the week was a thing called Companions in Nightmare. Okay. And it's, it had Donna Winter, mm -hmm. Ann Baxter, Melvin Douglas, Patrick O'Neill, William Redfield, Donna Winter from South Africa. Yeah. And me. Yeah. <laughs> My first job from, from New York there. It's incredible. So, so now I'm looking at all these guys and I get goosebumps. I see all these people I've seen in movies. And I'm playing the uh, the detective. I got to find out who's murdering one another in mm -hmm. this this group therapy. And I got to scream at Mel Melvin Douglas. And George says, "Why don't you scream, at Melvin Douglas?" I said, "No, that's Melvin Douglas. I can't scream at him." Yeah. Melvin Douglas say, "Louis, scream at me." Well, I had to scream at him. We had a good time. But Gig Young won an Emmy. That was a symbolic thing of we're all one family. Yeah, completely. That Broadway group of of all those people, Shirley Boots and the Julie and the Paul Newmans and all those people. We yeah. were one family. And you knew James Dean, too. Oh, yeah. We kind of grew up together and learned the, the Miles Davis music and all that. He's so good. And we, we brought that to California, and we started, we started breaking down walls. Yeah. Because they had a, a southern thing happening. Completely. And they kept, kept separating me and James Dean. You go over there, and you go over there. No, <laughs> that's not. So Gene, Jimmy had that, that car. Yeah. And uh, was well, quite a man, quite a man. All of you guys are innovators, you know? Yeah. It's like but the very first of your kind, yeah. but surely you had influences. Frank Silvera, mm -hmm. uh, Lee Marvin, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Shirley Booth, uh, Sidney Poitier, mm -hmm. Ruby Dee, uh, a woman by the name of Rosetta Lenoir, uh, James Earl Jones, yeah. Yeah. Maya Angelou, Cicely Tyson, Completely. And you worked with all of we'll them. With was, all, on, yeah. with, was that the live? That was the, the, the blacks. Yes, yes. The blacks. But there were others. But we stepped together. We ate together. We shared. Uh, we fought. We argued. Yeah. We came up with a, a, a finer product. And when we get back on the stage. What is it that you that you loved about theater? It's the same foundation. Yeah. In theater, you have to act. Of course, you have to get to the last seat in the right. 3,500-seat theater. You uh, television, it's the acting becomes less. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a foundation of truth right. uh, where you do the least about acting, except for what they call the master, is motion pictures because you're blown up. Right. So you have to be careful not doing something too big. Mm -hmm. And so that's the new study. Yeah. You have Incredible. to be very authentic. But the acting 
in the theater is where it starts. Was it ever difficult for you? Because with theater, mm -hmm. you get one take. You know, you're if you're there. That's in front it. There's, of, that's there's it. no cut. To, yeah. you, don't, you don't get to. Yeah, there's no standing around with coffee and, and waiting you got to go right. again. Yeah, yeah, you're you're on. So if you study theater and you do very well, television is a piece of cake, and yeah. movies are even more of a piece of cake. Do you think that people, for the aspiring actors and people watching, do you think they should start with theater? Yes. Yeah. I didn't even have to think about that. Yeah, you just, yeah. yeah cause that, 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 Absolutely, that's the bottom line. Seems like the proper training. I mean, proper training. learn your lines, get out there. And get out there. And you got one shot. Make, yeah, you got one shot. Make your mistakes so that when you get up there, you don't make them. Yeah. And then when you go to everything else, it's yeah. a little bit easier. It's a great, great thing. It's, it's better than working. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's what they say. If you, you know, you do what you love and you never work a day in your life, you know. I'm very proud to see a, a member of my family uh, acting. It's awesome. Yeah, I love he's, it. He's, he's just turned 10. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Do you want to come say hi? I'm Xavier and I'm 10 years old. And you am his grandson. And you That's like acting. Heart. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So that's good stuff. So he's we're starting at a nice age. That's know. awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. High five. Yes. We're going to see you in some big things. So, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. And again, his dad is, is, a, is a director. That's amazing. And, yes. a, and a producer. I don't know where he got that idea. That's good stuff. You could say anything, and you knew that it would reach the ears of everyone in the world. What would you say? There is no such thing as impossible. Mm -hmm. If, if you, you add impossible to your dictionary, then you're never going to get to the moon. Yeah. You'll never uh, slam dunk a basketball. Right. You never break a hundred yard dash. Mm -hmm. You never grow to the next level. Profound so. advice. I hope everyone watching yeah. and listening. And we got to do it to together. Heart. This is a hand sign. That's it. Yeah. It's called unity. So that a racism foundation. Yeah. What is yeah. the foundation? Foundation is the elimination. It says the dictionary description is removal of the fact that one race is superior to another. Yeah, completely agreed. We need together. You look at sports and you see everybody. You know. Look at uh, Switzerland. Mm -hmm. People like Irish, you got Asians in there. Because yeah. everybody's living everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to band together. It's That's we, all we have. It's, we have. it's a global problem, a global victory is what we need. We have one planet, we have one life. That's right. We're here. And you can't go to the next thing because we're going to do the same thing there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we need know. to do it here. I've never understood why people, yeah. we make things harder than they have to be, you well, know? Well, there's, there's, a, there's a, the, the money people. They need to make money on yeah. our separation. And right. then they get the money, and just like the people who have the money, just they're, 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 they're miserable. Yeah. So exactly. somebody's got to make the point. I'm smart. I got all this money. Mm -hmm. Maybe I better change something. Right. And create, spend this money on our mutual salvation. And help others. And help you know, others. Yeah. Bring everybody together. That's what's going on. So. Powerful and profound. So my words. proud is my little guy over there. Yes. So I can't Amazing. wait. I can't wait to see him. He wants to come back. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> Thank yeah. you guys so much for, for taking the time yeah. and just for, for doing all of this. He produced a movie. His first one was the best one called Forgiveness. Amazing. That's Sati. Talk a little bit about you and your work. S-A-T-I-E. Hello, how are you? Hey. Hi, hi. Yeah, so that's, you, that's my family. That's my hearts. <laughs> I love it. Those are my people. And there's others that go with them. So thing, you know, these are the. Yeah. This is the things that really matter in life. It's right yeah. here, happening right now. Got to plant the seeds so they carry on from where we left. Absolutely. That's, 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 she's, got a, she's got her. She's got her ducks in a row. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's she's got some good stuff Hall. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yes. Hit that thumb. 
Thank you guys so much. All right. So let, let me know. Send me a copy, please. Absolutely. Let's do a joint sign-off. Okay. All right. all right. You guys, let's, let's say your name. I'm Xavier, and I'm 10 years old. Your name? I'm Sati. I'm not telling you my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Louis Gossage. I'm not telling my age neither. <laughs> and I'm Cat Lively, and this has been another episode of Calling Old Hollywood. Thank you guys so much. God bless you all. Take